Hey everyone, welcome to my podcast. My name is Leslie Silva, and let's get ready to open your mind. Welcome back to another episode, guys. Today, we're going to be talking about The Little Mermaid. I wanted to talk about it earlier this month, but I figured maybe it would die out, like, you know, the controversy of it. Maybe people will start getting bored about talking about it. But here we are. It's almost the end of the month, and people are still talking about it, and people are still finding issues about it, at least in my inner circle of social media that I uh, participate in. But why, why is that? Well... Let's talk about cognitive dissonance. First of all, uh, cognitive dissonance is basically just the, the fact of having two thoughts at the same time that don't make sense. So you experience this dissonance and dissonance is pretty much like that uncomfortable feeling you get when you don't know what to believe in because you have these two thoughts. A simple example would be, you know, fast food is unhealthy and then you eat fast food, you have some kind of uncomfortable reaction to that. And the way that you resolve that dissonance can be in four different ways. Now, for the case of The Little Mermaid, Disney decided to cast a black actress, Halle Bailey. Now, I have no issue with this. I don't really care. I just, the only thing I... I'm kind of getting tired of is Disney remaking all of their movies. It just seems like a very lazy thing to do. Like instead of being creative and coming up with amazing new stories, I mean we have a plethora of grim fairy tales that can be revamped and redone, redone with amazing stories. But no, we're not doing that for some reason. Instead, we're just taking the old and making it new. And we already know the story, so why watch it in a different way? I don't know. <sighs> that That's just my only issue with the movie. I haven't watched any of the Disney remakes at all. I'm just not interested in it because I just think it's a cheap marketing tactic, you know, feeding off of our nostalgia, and I don't really care for that. But for other people that do like watching the Disney remakes, you know, that's... That's your personal choice, and you have your own reasons for why you do it, and that's fine. But there's some people here in the United States, and I don't know, somewhere else, I guess, that have this weird feeling of having Halle Bailey play The Little Mermaid. When I first found out that they casted her, I was kind of like, hmm, not upset but more like I wonder where they're going to take this story kind of like I wonder how this is going to work because it's not exactly the same as the cartoon which is kind of a good thing I would say because recently you know they're trying to do scene by scene of all their movies and remaking them like the the Lion King it looks exactly scene by scene very similar to the animation and it doesn't I don't know it from what my friends have said it doesn't seem any different just that it's like a National Geographic 
documentary with the story. But with Halle Bailey, it brought up a lot of reactions from people. And I haven't, I thankfully haven't seen anyone negatively react in a way that's like racist or offensive saying, you know, why, why, why are they casting this girl, blah, blah, blah. But I've seen screenshots of my friends pouring their outrage against people that have an issue with it. So I may not know the person that had the issue with it, but I know people that have found outrage in a stranger's issue with it, which is enough to talk about. Now, why are people feeling this kind of uncomfortableness with the casting? It's just a mermaid. It's not a real story. Nothing's going to happen if they change certain characters. It's not. It's still the same story. You know, it's about a girl giving up everything about herself to be with a guy. Point blank period. That's it. Yeah. Anyways. But... How can we resolve cognitive dissonance? Because it's not just about the Little Mermaid, but we we experience cognitive dissonance every day when we receive new information that is contrary to what we already know and believe and practice. It makes us uncomfortable to try to consider that. And the way that you can help it and resolve it, according to the researcher that pretty much wrote a giant book about it, uh, Leon Festinger, he said there's four ways to resolving this. One, you could change a thought. So, for example, I said earlier, fast food. You can change a thought and say, you know what, I know fast food's unhealthy, but it's okay, it's not that big of a deal right now. So that's that cognitive dissonance you're resolving. You're resolving that uncomfortable feeling for that moment because you're eating something that's unhealthy. Another way to resolve it is to change your behavior. So instead of experiencing dissonance, you can say, you know what, this is unhealthy. I don't know why I'm eating it. And then you throw it away because that's the consistency in your thoughts is that it's unhealthy. So you go and practice that, you know, why is this unhealthy? Why did I buy it? You throw it away. There, now you're consistent, right? The third way is to add a thought. So you're kind of collaborating with it. You can say, you know, I know it's not healthy, but I am pretty good on my diet for the most part. And this is going to be fine for today because I'm very consistent otherwise. And so there you go. And then the fourth way of helping resolve this dissonance is just trivializing the inconsistency. So you pretty much just say, you know, fast food's unhealthy, I'm eating it, and I don't care. And you just kind of are in denial about it. You just push it down, you don't care, and you don't want it to bother you. Now, dissonance gets in the way of understanding the world that we are in. That's why we don't want to have it. That's where we come up with those four ways of dealing with it. Because if we don't have any way of dealing with it, then we're going to be sitting there really, really uncomfortable. And the reason why I keep saying that it's uncomfortable is because you do literally feel physical discomfort. Scientists have been able to 
um, monitor the brain patterns of people when they experience dissonance. And they could see that in certain parts of the brain, it activates the same parts of the brain that physical discomfort activates. So even if you're not being touched and put in something physically uncomfortable, your brain still activates that part. So you, you still feel uncomfortable even though nothing is touching you. And I think that in this world that we are in today, we don't, we are very bad at dealing with things that are uncomfortable so much so that I feel like there's more people that trivialize the inconsistency and they just say, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care and push it down. Or instead they just change their behavior and just stick with it. You know, instead of acknowledging that, you know, there's some new information here and taking that and changing your thought instead of your behavior, you just do this. Like there's, there's so much, there's so much that we are not good at because we don't know. And now that we do know about cognitive dissonance, at least from this episode, maybe we can be able to deal with things that are uncomfortable and release that negative tension in a way that helps us as well not in a way of denial or anything like that but we can acknowledge that we have this dissonance because we're not going to keep the dissonance no matter how much we want to we're not going to keep it we're going to always find a way to get rid of that dissonance no matter what some of these people when they found out the casting in the little mermaid the way they resolved the dissonance was, you know, some people were like, it's not a big deal. No, that's change number one, change of thought. It's not that big of a deal. Change number two, uh, a lot of people are very excited about the movie. I know that maybe after I saw the um, the fan art of it, I kind of got a little excited. Like, hmm, maybe I do want to watch this remake. I probably won't because I don't want to watch any Disney remakes. I want to be consistent in my behavior and that. But it was very nice to see that fan art and people being excited for this. Another thing that people add, you know, do with this movie, um, this whole movie thing is uh, they don't, they say, oh, I don't like it. I don't think The Little Mermaid has to be this, because has to be black. Because according to science, mermaids are white, blah, blah, blah. Like they came up with this whole fake science of mermaids, even though mermaids don't exist. And then trivializing the inconsistency, which is something I pretty much have been doing. I don't care because I don't. I don't care about the movie. I don't care about any of the Disney remakes. I haven't watched any and I don't plan on doing it because I just want something new. I don't want something old remade and the same story. I don't really care for that. But when... You are given a perception of choice with cognitive dissonance. That's when it kind of helps. So let's say you believe that, you know, you shouldn't wear fur. You know, wearing fur is evil. But someone at your job, I don't know, told you, you have to write this article about the benefits of wearing fur. And you had a choice to, to write this article, the benefits of wearing fur versus not wearing fur. If you had that choice and you chose not to write the article, then you don't feel that dissonance. 
But when you do choose to write the article, that's when you feel uncomfortable the entire time. Like if you had no choice and you were forced to do something you didn't want to do, that's when you feel inconsistency. And another thing is that we always believe that our inconsistency and in thoughts, because if we don't resolve it soon enough, we believe that because we have these inconsistencies, it's going to play out poorly in the future. That one day it's going to catch up to us. That if we don't change our thoughts now, it's going to catch up to us in the future. And that's why we need to resolve it now so that it's not acknowledged later on. So maybe with the fur thing, if you did choose to write the article, even though it's inconsistent with who you are and what you believed in, you were afraid that maybe in the future someone's going to find out and call you a hypocrite. And, you know, we've, we've, we know people that are hypocrites for doing that. And maybe they didn't have a choice. Maybe, maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. Who knows? But that's why we feel dissonance in some cases because we don't want it to catch up to us. It helps us understand and view the world more clearly when we have consistent thoughts all the time. And with science always advancing, this is something that I have to deal with a lot. When I read new articles, new information, I have to always acknowledge that, you know, when there's new information that comes in about a concept, you have to take that into consideration and say, you know what, this might just be something that has been debunked. And if it's been debunked and I have to accept that, I can't just sit there and say, nope, uh, I'm going to be in denial. I don't believe this and just pretend I didn't read it. That's something that can't be done in the science community because without change and growth, the foundation of science can never grow. And we can take that in a kind of cultural way with us. Our culture is changing every single day. And if we cannot acknowledge that change, healthy changes, okay? You know, there's some ways that change is unhealthy in an unhealthy way and we don't want that that's fine but if it is healthy then maybe we should acknowledge that and build upon that foundation so that it can be a better more consistent world to continue to build upon on that foundation who knows maybe we're helping ourselves by doing that instead of fighting against something all the time but as long as we're here, we're always going to experience dissonance, no matter what. But at least you know what it is and why you feel this way instead of being ignorant about it. It's so much more comfortable feeling and knowing why your brain does this. So thank you guys for listening again. And I appreciate you guys so much. Appreciate all of my listeners. You guys are the reasons why I keep doing this. And thank you so much. Goodbye. Well, that concludes the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for taking your time out to listening to this. And I'm glad that we were able to open our minds today.